Hey, as always, super quick thing before we get into the podcast and probably one of the most important pre-rolls I've ever done so far. Mark your calendars. 14th of April, we are going to host the second edition of the Future Fuel Lab, where we talk about nothing but the future of airline fuel, aircraft fueling and related things. This time with an amazing lineup. We have um, some experts from Cathay Pacific. We have experts from Shell. Um, we have known presentation, so it will be remarkable. Mark your calendars, 14th of April. If you want to re register already, head over to LinkedIn. That's the easiest way to register. Um, just search for Future Fuel Lab and you will find our uh, event site where you can directly um, register and make sure you don't miss that remarkable event. See you on the 14th of April. And now let's get into the podcast. Yeah, you know, I think almost every airline I know I've worked with, um, I, I'd even say, yeah, almost every professional airline in the world is, is taking care, is, is calculating, is monitoring their on-time performance in, in different ways, for sure. Some of them are really calculating it in, in, in real time. Um, having a close eye on it throughout the whole day. Um, some of them are only um, taking a look on, on yesterday's values or the, the, the weekly or monthly values. But, but all of them are, are concentrating on, on the on-time performance. It, it is, I think it's, it's probably the, the, the most famous and a, a well-known performance indicator that, that airlines use. Everybody knows it. Every, every, um, every passenger, every person that ever traveled with an aircraft, with an airplane, knows this this um, know this um, this key performance indicator, um, and I think this this has been the way um, probably since the beginning of, of civil aviation. Um, this OTP has been an important quality indicator at at all times, and that that is quite obvious because I think on time performance, this this KPI. Um, possesses a, let's call it a particular attractiveness. It's pretty easy to calculate. Um, the, the required data is available at every airline. And it all, how to say, it all sums up to one, one bold number. And that, that number is, is perfect to benchmark because every airline is tracking. So it's super easy to benchmark your on-time performance with other airlines' um, on-time performances makes totally sense and as i said i've i've, I've seen and, and and i work with several airlines that are entirely focused on that on-time performance and they, they are making massive massive investments and efforts to improve the 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 otps how to say fifth position after the the decimal point to to increase their on-time performance um the monthly on-time performance from 87.5679 percent to 87 Point five six eight zero percent. You know what I mean. Um, it is, but to, to, to sum it up, this this introduction to sum that up. On-time performance is an indicator of an airline's operational quality. No doubt about that. But however, I 
I genuinely believe that it is kind of a relic of the last century. And airlines that are really passionate about their, their customers, they, to, to say it in very harsh, they don't care about on-time performance. At least, and this is the important aspect, at least not solely. But I'll, I'll explain that to you. Let, let me explain that to you. Let, let me start with a small but, but still very essential aspect. An aspect that, from, from my perspective, perfectly describes that OTP is primarily not a customer-focused KPI. It is a very internal KPI. When I'm discussing OTP with airlines, very often the discussion is all about our flights. We have to improve the OTP of our flights. Only three of our flights have been delayed yesterday. It's about our flights, our operations, our, our, our. And I think this this still is a very traditional thinking from times when, when companies did care much about themselves and less about the customer. I know this is a, a, a quite an um, interesting statement, but I actually think this is the case. And in the first step, I think airlines have to, they have to understand that their primary business is to transport customers from A to P, A to B, sorry seamlessly and on time. And I think this is even more important now in times after COVID-19 when the, 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 the market, the, 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 when we are facing a super challenging time. Flights are just a means to an end. It is not about making flights on time. This, this is actually not, not, not the challenge airlines have to, have to tackle. It is not about making flights on time, not primarily. It is about satisfying the customer. A, a small but still so extremely essential difference when it comes to an employee's mindset from my point of view. It is not about the flight, it is about the customer. And this whole OTP figure is solely about the flight, our flight. This is already a huge, huge thing to consider. But let's let's make it more practical and make it more more tangible to you um, to, to understand my, 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 my thoughts behind that. I'm convinced that an airline's on-time performance doesn't tell you enough about client satisfaction, and this is what it should all what it, what it should all be about. But as I said, let's 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 make it more tangible. Um, let's let's leave this philosophic terrain. And, and start with the hard facts, why, why I think that OTP doesn't tell you everything about client satisfaction. Let's, let's go for a, um, for a theoretical, but very straightforward example. Um, an, an airline, for example, is operating five flights a day. Very small airline, I know, but I think it's easier to understand that example with, um, with um, an airline that operates less flights. It works also for airlines with hundreds and thousands of flights every day. Um, let's, let's say four out of their five flights are feeder flights, bringing passenger to its hub. And then they're operating one long-haul flight um, to the Caribbean, for example, <laughs> that is departing from that hub and bringing all the feeder passengers to that um, lovely islands. And now you, you have to take care a bit because I'm providing some numbers to, to make that very, very, very practical. Let's assume that the feeder flights, those four feeder flights, carry 100 passengers each. 
and 50 of them are connecting to that outbound flight to the Caribbean. That means, sum it up, 400 passengers arrive at the hub and 200 of them connect to the long haul flight. And finally, let's assume that all feeder flights are perfectly entirely on time. However, the long haul flight, our flight to the Caribbean, is delayed by three hours. Now we are, we are doing the math. That sums up to a 80% punctuality, to an on-time performance of 80%, which, which sounds quite okay. It's not the best value, but there are many airlines who are performing below that value. And that's precisely what, what, what I meant previously, traditional airline thinking. Oh, we got quite an okay on-time performance today. It was 80%. Because now we, are, now we are facing the truth. How does the truth look behind that example? I know this is a very theoretical example, but just to, to give you the, 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 the idea of what I'm talking about, the airline is facing 50% unsatisfied customers. Remember, we had 400 passengers, 200 of them were connecting, and 200 of them had a flight delay of three hours. That means 50% of the passengers are unsatisfied. 50% of customers who did not arrive at the destination on time, 50% of customers might never fly with that airline again because they are so extremely disappointed that they won't choose that airline again. This is the truth behind. It, it, it sounds very traumatic. And I, again, it's a theoretical example, but it shows how this on-time performance figure is not perfectly reflecting customer satisfaction. I'm not saying that on-time performance is, 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 is not necessary at all, but the thing I'm promoting is that there are better KPIs that integrates customer satisfaction much better than the on-time performance, which is always shown as the, the, the holy grail when it comes to customer satisfaction. So and, and undoubtedly, and, and really as I mentioned, the reality is not that, that, that far away as you, as you may think. We, we did a lot of OTP and, um, analytics the, the last years um, and, and also passenger-related analytics. And you, you would actually be surprised and sometimes shocked when seeing the gap between the two perspectives of OTP performance and customer satisfaction. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt the podcast, um, but there's, there's one thing very important to me. Um, we, we recently saw that many of you um, are listening to our podcast. We have hundreds and thousands of, of daily listeners on, on the different channels on, on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, or especially Podomatic. Um, but we saw that um, still a lot of you haven't subscribed to our podcast. So we really invite you to, to subscribe to, to the podcast um, in order to make sure that you, you never miss a, a new episode. And it really means a, a lot to us if you, if you subscribe. So make sure um, wherever you're listening to the podcast, um, hit the subscribe button. Um, really means a lot to me. Thank you. And now um, back to the podcast. So nonetheless, you, you may ask, so it's, that's, that sounds, that, that all makes sense, but what, what's your idea? Um, what, what should we do instead of monitoring the on-time performance? And I, I first and foremost have to say, this is not about, it's not about giving advice not to monitor on-time performance. I, I totally believe that on-time performance is, is important. And as I said, initially, um, it is extremely important to benchmark against other airlines. But the thing is, what I'm promoting is that if an airline really 
wants to be a customer-centric airline, if they really want to take care of customers, they need additional KPIs besides or on top of the on-time performance. This is the thing what I'm what I'm trying to promote. And I'll give you a few examples um, which KPIs can be used on top of OTP or instead of OTP that that very much that much better integrates the the aspect of um, customer satisfaction. Example number one: customer punctuality. This is a from my point of view really a consequent evolution of an airline on-time performance KPI. Not measuring the percentage of punctual flights or flights that have been on time, but the rate of passengers that arrived at the desired destination on time. And actually introducing this small tweak, it's, it's not a big deal when it comes to calculation, but this small tweak will dramatically change the mindset. It will be no longer, and I mentioned that at the beginning of this, this, this podcast, it will be no longer about our flights, how many of our flights have been on time. It will be about how many customers did we satisfy today? How many customers did we bring from A to B on time to the destination? And this, this of course, um, this, this KPI has to take the whole customer journey into account. So it can get complex, but nonetheless, I think it's extremely valuable um, to move from a pure flight perspective to a customer perspective with this customer punctuality um, KPI. Another example, customer delay minutes. Um, what's, what's the average delay minute a, a passenger had to experience when flying with us today? How many delay minutes did our customers experience in total today? Super interesting questions you can answer with KPIs. And the questions are extremely super customer focused. And question airlines, from my point of view, should really ask themselves. This is not about delay minutes of a flight. I know all of the airlines are, are tracking the delay minutes and then cluster to the different delay reasons, but it says nothing, nothing about customers. And again, here I think it's, it's so important to integrate this customer perspective into that delay KPI, which is available today. And from I can tell you from, from working with big airlines, um, it's shocking when the KPI tells you that your customers had to experience 4 million delay minutes on just one single day. And I've seen that. I've seen that. This is shocking. Of course, this is not an average day, um, at least for, many, for most of the airlines out there. But it's shocking to see not only we had that amount of delay minutes, but to calculate with passengers and to, to show how many delay minutes the passengers had to um, experience at, a, at a one single day. Extremely helpful, extremely valuable KPI from my point of view. And as another example to, 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 to complete that, that podcast today, from an airline operation standpoint, customer delight, delight is also a very extremely interesting point. What would you say when, or just to, to rephrase it, how would you define a customer is delighted? From, from personal experience, I would say, I'm delighted, I'm excited when my flight departs on time, arrives on time, and my baggage is delivered on time. Besides services, drinks, food, and all that stuff, this is what actually counts. Departing, arriving, baggage. If that works, I'm super happy. And this is, this is what customers will tell a friend, or will tell friends, we arrived on time, baggage was there in three minutes, all cool. And I think this is finally what, what customers really satisfies. 
So why not measure this and define a customer delight KPI that integrates all those different aspects and come up with a percentage of customers your airline was able to um, to satisfy today. A bit more complex or could even get very complex, depends on what you want to integrate, which factors you want to integrate, can get very complex, but a probably the, the KPI that in the best way, in the best possible way, reflects your, your customer satisfaction um, within one bold number. So what I wanted to try today is to, to um, convince you actually, <laughs> or to give you a little bit of background why I think that OTP is, is an important KPI to measure. Um, it, every airline is, is measuring it and it makes sense to measure it. But I'm, I'm highly, genuinely, totally convinced that airlines that are that are um, that are serious about customer satisfaction, they should have additional KPIs besides on-time performance. That KPIs that much better integrates customer um, perspectives, and as I just mentioned, customer punctuality is probably the, the most essential KPI in that context. Customer delay minutes can be very helpful, but also setting up a tailored customer light KPI um, can be very, very valuable for airlines who are taking customer satisfaction seriously. So far for today, um, I hope I could, as always, provide some value. Um, let me know what you think about the, my, my thesis, my thoughts today. Hit me up on Twitter, Ben underscore underscore ID1. Um, send me an email, hit me up Facebook, LinkedIn, you know where you can find me. Um, looking forward to welcoming you again tomorrow. Till then, have a great start in the week and cheers. Bye-bye. Hey guys, podcast is over. Thanks very much for listening. Um, but before you leave, um, you could do me one last favor. Uh, it really means the world to me and to the whole team if you could follow us on, on YouTube. We are putting out so much video content at the moment, a daily video show called uh, Ben Talks. We've got a weekly session um, called Ask Ben, behind the scenes material, really limitless video material about airlines, KPIs, innovations, our thoughts, our products, and so much more. So. Um, really means the world to me head over to youtube search for information design one the word one not the number one and then you will find our channel uh, make sure to follow it and enjoy our video content have a great day cheers and bye bye